I found a box of old cassette tapes. They weren't numbered, they weren't dated, and they weren't organized whatsoever. These are those tapes. Hello? Hello, is this, uh, is this Mayor Cook? Did you say Mayor Cook? Yes, have I reached Mayor Cook? Yes, this is Mayor Cook. Ah, Mayor Cook. Uh, this is Eloise Johnson. Um, I think your staff told you I would be calling. Um, I'm with the, uh, I'm with the consulting firm and we were going to go over some practice prep for your debate. Well, uh, they did not inform me about this, and I've been using my friend Jeff, who's pretty good, got me elected in the first place. You know, I like to just kind of shoot from the hip, as you know. But, ah, yes. Um, my understanding is Jeff is in jail, and so he won't be available to help you with tomorrow's debate against Franklin. Oh. Against, against Congressperson Franklin. Well, hell, I feel like I could beat Franklin in my damn sleep, but, <clears throat> you know, I... Uh, Huh. They said I could call Jeff through the um, th- through the the prison telephone line. I can't do that. Um, I actually don't have that information. What I've been asked to do is call you with a series of questions, and I will be um, I will be uh, sort of essentially performing as uh, Congressperson Franklin um, to go over the debate. I will ask you the debate questions, and then. Um, and then we'll participate in sort of a back and forth to prepare you for tomorrow night's debate. And you're going to pretend to be Franklin as well. Um, well, it, it's sort of, it's a looser format. I ask you the questions to help you prepare. Um, and then, um, yes, I will sort of uh, do his response back to you, what we would anticipate he would respond. And then you will have a chance to respond back to me and so on and so forth. And then um, if appropriate at the end, I can give you some feedback on your performance or I can do it by question if we hit any uh, log jams. Okay. And are the taxpayers paying for this or how does this service uh, shake Your out? campaign, which has received, um, has uh, your, your fundraising has not kept a pace with where it was during your original election to your first term because of the problems that you've had during this term, I think. But there has been enough money. They think that, you know, this debate is the last chance for you to turn things around for yourself. So that is why your your team has asked me to call you. They were supposed to warn you in advance. Seems like there might have been a shimmy sham about that. But here we are. And if it's all right with you, I will go ahead and launch into question one. As I am paid by the hour and they've reserved just a half hour of my time. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I will. Uh, are you going to be at the debate? Because I, I figured I, I shall just... not. No, I live in London. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, you know, I'm, I'm feeling confident. I feel like I'll go out there and just wail on old Franklin. But uh, I got my teeth whitened. Everyone thought that would help. And they're, they're a little Wonderful. whiter. And if you don't mind, I'll just launch into the first question then. Yeah, okay. All right. And now I will be in this, in this, I'll be acting in the capacity in the same way that the moderator will. And a question I would anticipate that she would open the debate with. Does that make sense? Sure. And do you recommend I put my thumb in my like kind of belt area and kind of lean forward a bit? That's what I did last time. That worked great. One thing people do enjoy about you, Mayor Cook, after I've watched some of your uh, performances last time, is your folksy charm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't lean out. You wore jeans to the debate. I think that's very nice. You wore your, um, your cowboy hat. I think that's very nice. Um, yeah. You wore your belt buckle that said Cook. I think that's very nice because your name is Mayor Cook. Yeah. I think uh, 
you know, uh, but <clears throat> if you don't mind, I'll jump right in. So Maya Cook, your, um, your recent performance in office has come under scrutiny in the wake of what was called the fountain scandal. You were found in the fountain at dawn um, <clears throat> with, uh, with uh, a, a, the, the only word I could say is bevy, with a bevy of women, and you were wearing um, an, just an apron that said, kiss the cook. And the fountain that you were in um, was, uh, is important to the town as it commemorates um, one, of the, uh, one of the town's heroes. Um, Thomas Frigate, um, who uh, saved many, many children during the molasses flood that afflicted uh, the town of, of Schubenville um, in the 1800s, and that you were found um, in your all together, except for your kiss the cook apron with a bevy of women, um, it, one of whom was your sister. Um, what do you have to say to those who, uh, who were troubled by the incident, what was called the fountain scandal? Um, have you been to rehab? Have you have you, and what do you have to say to the people of the town who no longer trust you? Well, that, that, that whole thing, as I explained many times, was a huge misunderstanding. I didn't have to go to right. rehab because I was not under the influence of narcotics. Well, some, a, a, a congressional friend from Kentucky had sent me some bourbon, and I was sharing that with the women who were, uh, as you know, part of a, a contest that we brought to town. That was a big part of the town. It fueled a whole bunch of economic resurgence because we yes, had this. Yes, the little, that was the Little Miss Whiskey. The Little Miss Whiskey was later. The, 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 those were children. This this was oh. uh, Miss Whiskey. These were Miss big, Whiskey. Yeah, Miss, Miss Whiskey pageant. And from my time as a, a survival guide, I'd, you know, interact with, indigenous people, native people, anywhere I went, I found that when you enter someone else's community, it's very kind to adopt their traditions. Well, I had been told that getting into Frigate Fountain was a, a rite of passage and every mayor had done it since the beginning of the town. And so I thought, well, the big whiskey. Uh, and who women, told you this? Jeff. Jeff. And that's, uh, that's my that's, main resource. That's Jeffrey, He's my right-hand man. That's Jeffrey Hose, who is now in jail. Yeah. Which brings us to my follow-up question. Um, you and Jeffrey Hose, who was your former campaign manager, have been accused of stealing $35,000 from taxpayer coffers um, in order to throw a series of parties for yourself, um, in which uh, it was the, the parties were billed as uh, Mayor Cook and Chef Jeff, barbecue the oldies um and my understanding is you would dj and um chef jeff would cook methamphetamine for your guests no um, no he had a, he had a recipe on an open grill a barbecue pit a little bit of foil you throw down a varying uh, varying things on it um sometimes tylenol so it's just interesting to watch how when they get hot they let off a vapor and people would walk by and think it was something else. It was just a fun sort of smoke trick. That's all it was meant to do is add an extra layer of smoke uh, that was coming off the barbecue. So that's why we were, we were cooking the oldies. All right. Uh, let, let's move on to uh, my next question, which is that um, <clears throat> in addition to $35,000 that you appropriated from the town coffers in order to throw a series of parties with Jeff Hose, yeah. um, you also took the, the town had a, a, a had $100,000, which had uh, been placed into a separate fund for education, and you used it to be a, buy a peacock farm. 
Peacocks are valuable. I thought that was, uh, everyone's excited about renewable resources and things like that. Peacocks, they keep growing those feathers. You can tie flies for fly fishing. You know, when I was a rafting guide, I would sell so many fly fishing flies and peacocks were a huge part of that. And so I was thinking this town needs a boost. We need to get in that peacock game. And evidently people in this town are just not into tying flies at all. And so that venture was... You've lived in this town your entire life. Was it surprising to you that people did not want to use peacock feathers from your hundred thousand dollar peacock farm to tie flies it was not surprising that they didn't use them at all all i heard my whole life growing up was we need a change around here boy someone's gonna change something and yet no one ever did anything and so i thought well hell i'll run for mayor i'll get some things changed and i tried to shake it up a little bit and uh and jeff was on my side you know i met him at uh a bus stop one time. I don't know where in the hell he's from. He just is one of those guys that drifts through life and gets things done. And that was, you know, it it was uh, intoxicating in a way. He just said, yep, here's what you need. Get a belt buckle. Let's do it. And boom, next thing you know, I'm mayor. And I'm proud of what we've done, although no one's tied any flies. Um. I think one of the issues that many people had with the Peacock Farm is that you purchased it. And then um, you, after your wife uh, kicked you out of your house, you went uh, and you were living in a tent on the Peacock Farm. And it's my understanding that you left the gate open that allowed all of the peacocks to escape. Everyone loves free range stuff. I feel like you're coming at me a lot and not really any questions for Franklin. And really... Well, again, I was hired by your team. This isn't the actual debate. Are you aware? Oh, We're on I the see. telephone. I understand that now. I, I've been just kind of like looking at the window and pretending that's the debate crowd. Ah, Congressperson Franklin is not on this phone call. Okay. Are you, you're not seeing this then? You're not seeing me doing my moves? No, again, we are on the telephone. Okay. Well, I thought you'd see it because I'm doing my smile. My teeth are really white and I... I cannot, again, I cannot see through the phone. Okay. If you would like to switch to FaceTime, that is an option. Um, It does cost more. Okay. Well, I'll have my assistant... Thank you. Yeah, that just flip it on, flip that. I'll have my assistant just record it and then I can send you video and you can review it and see how I look. But I think that it's... is not included in my fees. If I may, I may, I might go on. Um, the peacocks at this point, um, at, at this point, there are 200 peacocks loose in the town of Schubinville. Is that accurate? Well, it yeah. Take, if any, well, uh, several of them have, have died. Yeah. Right. The uh, one was hit by a fire truck. Um, one also uh, fell in the fountain, the same fountain you were discovered in, in your apron. And um, another peacock, they just wrote down committed suicide. Those aren't all my fault. And no one brings up that Franklin raises wolves, as you may know, and he barely keeps them pinned up. And I think he let him out. And that's how those other ones got attacked. Luckily, some of them made it. They did a bunch of pecking and got back at those wolves. And that was impressive. I, you, know, you think wolves get after peacocks it'd be a clean sweep but uh they fought them off pretty good they're not you know that's the spirit that i want this town to embody i'm sorry so congressperson franklin also raises peacocks wolves and i think he let his wolves out and you might not have heard about that part, but the, the peacock numbers are lower than, uh, than the number that got out. So beyond the suicide and the one that got attacked by a fox, one that got hit by a horse and buggy. I mean, that's on the peacock, really. How do you not hear the clip-clops coming at you? 
and 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 are the people driving that wagon are they in trouble? Because I right. think- we should probably discuss this. That you your your town also had a fifty thousand dollar allotment to invest in renewable energy, and you uh, decided to buy a fleet of horse and buggies with it. Yeah. Well, right. can you walk me through that decision? Absolutely. You know, what are we looking at with renewable energy? We're trying to get what? Lower carbon emissions. Everyone brings that up. We want less CO2 out in the air. Well, what produces less of that? Horses, buggies, people using their right, But then it, it did come to light that the horse and um, uh, buggy company, which is called uh, Clop Me, if you've already heard this one, is owned by your cousin Ferd. Is that right? Well, I didn't know where else to source it. I mean, people go nuts about all well, this. Well, many people might say you didn't need to buy a horse and buggy company, a fleet of horse and buggies in the first place, much less from your cousin Ferd. Have you been by Clopney if you've heard this? It's a beautiful organization. Clopney if you've heard this one. Yeah. I, I call it Clopney if you've heard this for short. I don't say this it's one. It's not that much shorter. It's to me, it's what the locals call it. So it, we would instantly know beyond your accent that you're not from here because you would say the whole thing. I am not from there. That right. is, that's 100% accurate. And we would All right, know. So you decided to purchase. So, so far, we have that you um, spent $35,000 on a series of parties. You spent $100,000 on a peacock farm and then allocated $50,000 to your cousin for, for a fleet of horse and buggies, uh, which. You, in, I guess in your mind, we're going to usher people around Shubenville in lieu of buses or trains or... Yeah, and, and we don't want places, you know, things like Lyft and Uber in here. And I'm all for people having a side job, but those are predatory companies that try to drive down the price. We want people to have a skill, learn how to harness up a horse and change a, a wagon wheel and, and get people around. And the, the idea was it was going to make the town a hell of a lot more folksy. I mean, that's why they elected me. I'm folksy. Yes, but, mm. all right, let's move on to the next. Uh, now, you did have, um, during your original uh, campaign uh, two years ago, uh, you did uh, promise that uh, you would invest in um, <clears throat> in trying to get new businesses to come to town. Yeah. And it looks like the business that you courted um, was something called Wigs in a Blanket? Yeah, that's a misleading name, though. It's called Wigs in a Blanket, right. but it's it's really, they manufacture Rubik's Cubes. And I thought that was a dynamite idea. You go to to walk me through this one. So wigs in a blanket, if you notice on the cover, it looks like a hand that's kind of a wig that's coming up over uh, to like nestle and envelop someone in it in a hand wigs in a blanket but really inside that hand is a little rubik's cube and they are they it's a naming rights thing that they couldn't they already had their uh ip stuff set up online it turns out sourcing hair is extraordinarily difficult so they had to kind of ditch that idea but then they drew in the little rubik's cube so it was gonna be a wig company yeah but then they decided to do rubik's cubes instead which are i think copyrighted yeah, well, this is, I mean, I don't want to say they're knockoff, but they're an original version and a, and a sort of a step up of a Rubik's Cube. And then it, it, these are technically called Rubit's Cube. And really the guy who invented them, oddly named Rubin, but he thought, ah, don't call him a Rubin's Cube, call it a Rubit's Cube. And so what he did was just added another layer. And then one row is just called free, 
So you don't have to match the colors. You can just move it around. And then if you're off a bit, you go, oh, I got some wild cards in there. So they're selling like hotcakes because it makes people. And how would you know that it was done? Well, you line, you got all. Oh, I got all yellows and in and wild cards. I got all yellows and freeze. And then you'd go, I did it. I rubid it. And then people would go, Hey, nice job. Never come this close to hanging up on a client. Oh well, they, you ask me, go companies that I people are. I'm just being around. honest. Um, all right, let's move on from the past um, into the future. Um, what are your uh, your plans for Schubinville? Should you be elected again? To, to carry on with the great mission that we set out for, to remain folksy, because I think people here, they like, they don't want some big tech guy like Frankfurt, Franklin. I mean, that guy, he, you know, he's got his, he's always on some sort of device. He walks around wearing a Bluetooth. I lean my elbow on countertops and they like that. And so I want to bring that folksiness to this town, but also propel us forward in a way where we're competitive in, in new industries and, um, that includes renewable energies and things like this. Again, I got the horse and buggies. I got people feeling smart because of the Rubik's Cubes. And I want to maintain that confidence and have everyone feeling good about themselves and push forward into the next few years and, and get Jeff out of Ooh, prison. You get two. two well, okay. Well, you know, we'll, we'll, t- we'll take it two. And then and hopefully at that point we get Jeff out and back in the mix. He's had a lot of great ideas. He is, he's in for 15 years, no chance of parole from my understanding. Well, he's yet to be officially indicted. So, you know, he was officially indicted. Counterpoint. All right. Well, he hasn't, you know, been sentenced yet. I guess he He was sentenced to 15 years without parole, as I just said. When when did this happen? I'm supposed to be getting updates. About six months ago. Oh, hell. Well, I've been busy. Um, Well, could I just before our time is almost up, but before we go, um, if I could ask you about um, your poster and the promises made on it, um, well, it, it, every poster appears to be hand-lettered with a different slogan. Um, the first one I want to ask you about is, Mayor Cook, he'll get some TVs. Yeah. What was that? What's that one about? I'll get, I mean, a lot of our businesses, people go in there in the waiting room. There's not even magazines. And they, you know, you go in places and you feel like you're waiting to get your hair cut. And you want to look over and see reruns of Donahue or something like that. Just, pl- just to calm you. And we didn't have any of that. We didn't have any TVs playing in the background. I Where? Any place you go. Tire shop. Uh, any maybe, place you go. Any, okay. any place you go in town. You go in a waiting room here in this town, it's just crickets. And you hear people's footsteps and you hear <clears throat> weird breathings and, and people uh, clearing their throats. And I just thought, you know, it's a lot nicer when you can, you're tuning in and you realize it's a Spanish channel and you have no idea what's going on. But it's just kind of nice to see the TV and it takes your mind off of that you're waiting for something. And so I thought, I'm getting us some TVs. And people expressed they did like that. They wanted waiting rooms with televisions. All right, let's move on to your next poster. Um, it says, Mayor Cook, who has my Parmesan cheeses? I ordered a case of Kraft Parmesan cheeses off of Amazon, the kind you don't have to refrigerate. I put them in my basement. A bunch of you were over at my house last week, and now my Parmesan cheeses are missing. Is this part of your campaign? or? Oh, I hope they don't ask that at the debate because the the moment I answer, they're going to think, oh, this guy's ridiculous. But, you know, I get particular about things that I own and I was, I was just, I fixate on things. I fixate on those Parmesan because I did order them on Amazon. They don't, they don't have them in any grocery stores here. 
So I get them in, and everyone in town knows they're hard to come by. And then, oh, suddenly, won't you know it, it's a campaign event. Everyone's so excited to show up, and yet all, afterward, all my cheeses are gone. Well, I guess this is where this circles back to your campaign, is that um, uh, one of the things that Congressperson Franklin has pointed out is that you have used the city credit card to order innumerable things off of Amazon, including, during your two years, $24,000 worth of Kraft Parmesan cheeses. Is that a question? I guess it's not. Okay, well, let me know. I mean, the debate's supposed to be questions asked to me, right? I mean, you might as well just say my hair is brown. If, is your hair brown? I'm, I don't have hair, but, you know, I, when I was younger, yes, it was brown. All right. Uh, well, I think um, now we should move to the part where I give you some feedback on answering the questions. Um, uh, as far as honesty goes, I think you were fairly honest, but I'm not sure that's the right thing for you. Um, but I, I'm not sure that people are going to respond to your ideas about just being folksy, putting your elbows on counters, and then putting TVs in waiting rooms. And I do the click. Um, I do. I do that. Sometimes I'll even... I think your strongest angle is probably any time... Congressperson Franklin accuses you of anything is just to bring up the fact that he has wolves. Well, people love his wolves. That that's probably oh, my biggest well, obstacle. Never mind. His campaign posters are amazing. And you know, he's got his shirt open, he's got these leashes, and then he's looking out in the distance, and his wolves are they're not even howling or growling. They're just standing there looking so majestic. You want to be friends with them. You see this poster and you ah buddies with those wolves uh, <clears throat> all right uh, uh before we go um i'm asked to give you a metric um out of a hundred on how i think you did um, on your practice debate questions and um five and five what five out of a hundred that's my, oh, come on. You could have prepared me for that. Well, who are, did, are you with the Franklin campaign? Did they put you up to this? There's no I am, way. I am. I desperately wish I was, but come I am on. not. You're supposed to I was to hired by me. your campaign. Do you have any questions for me before I let you go? Danielle, did you hire someone from, to come and insult me? You didn't even give me any advice. What am I supposed to do better? I mean, I was honest. I, I explained. I, I, I told you you could potentially bring up the wolves. That's what um, I Another thing better. that you could do is... Maybe just go look over there. Yeah. And then run off the stage. There's no way that's good advice. And I've already done that move. It didn't play well. People didn't like it. I had to come back. There's something for me to latch on to with individual candidates. But I'm afraid. What do I need to beat him? If I'm at a five, can I beat him with a seven? No. Um, I think that your only chance to beat him is if he were to die before the election. I mean, I'm only trailing him in the polls by like, you know, 12 points. That's nothing. Again, I think if he were to be killed by one of his own wolves or something before the election, that would be your best chance. Oh, man. I don't, I mean, that's not something you guys uh, are offering. I don't want you to offer that. This is, this is oh, no, I'm not line. offering it. This is a recorded line. I mean, I, I could play this at the, at, the, at the debate and say people are offering. Again, me. I am not offering to kill Congressperson Franklin. 
It seems like you offered to have one of his own wolves bite through his jugular vein and watch him bleed out on his own. How would I get a wolf to do something? I don't even live near you. You got my telephone number. That's impressive. Your campaign gave me your telephone number. And maybe they give you the address where he lives and where he keeps I'm his I'm not wolves. coming to kill a congressperson. Well, you have people, I'm sure. I'm going to leave this on you. I do not. And I'm afraid I'm going to have to terminate this phone call now. Fair. That's fine. But do not kill him with one of his wolves. I'll hate that it. Is not, I hear you're making a sound because you think that's what I'm going to do. But I am absolutely not doing that. That wasn't I am a you. respected person who lives in a totally other country. Okay. All right, then, Mayor Cook, it's been a real pleasure speaking with you, by, by which I mean it has not. And I wish you all the best in your future endeavors. These Are Those Tapes is improvised and produced by Wendy Molyneux and David Huntsberger. For more information, please visit thesearethosetapes.com. <laughs>